Hello, my name is Jacob Mott, and this is my final research project for History in 4195, History of the Latin Drug Trade. If you couldn't tell, I elected to record a short podcast for my project rather than a video, as I am sick, currently look like death. So please excuse my nasally voice. The topic of this podcast is the origins of the war on drugs and the violence that has come from it, more specifically, the presidents and their policies that defined it. While the United States has been combating the influx and usage of illegal narcotics for decades, it was not until the 1970s that the effort became a war. In 1971, the term War on Drugs was officially coined during a press conference intended to bring attention to the drug problem in the United States. Nixon's creation of the War on Drugs began a properly misguided attack on minority groups and quote-unquote radical individuals that has lasted well into the modern era. While the intentions of the war on drugs might seem noble, the methods used and results point towards a different conclusion. However, all the blame does not fall on President Nixon. This podcast will analyze two other presidents who had a hand in the drug war, Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan. Carter brought a unique perspective to the Oval Office and an even more unique take on illegal drugs in the midst of the war on drugs. Reagan revitalized and revolutionized the war on drugs from the racial policy concerning crack cocaine versus, cocaine versus crack to the alleged flooding of crack in black communities to fund anti-communist efforts in Nicaragua. This podcast aims to analyze the drug policies of these three presidents and contrast them. By doing this, we can gain a better understanding of why the amount of violence in the South and Central America had increased in the 1970s and 80s and why the war on drugs was doomed to fail from its inception. First, we begin with Richard Nixon. Nixon was thrust into the midst of the Vietnam War as he was elected only a few years before the war had ended. The United States had been involved with the Vietnam War for quite some time now, and the anti-war protests were quite popular. Now, you might be asking, what does the Vietnam War have to do with the drug war? But, in fact, it has everything to do with it. In the eyes of Nixon, anti-war protesters and African Americans were radical anarchists that threatened the power he worked so hard to get. So let's listen to this quote from the assistant to the president for domestic affairs, John Elrickman. The Nixon campaign in 1968 and the Nixon White House after that had two enemies, the anti-war left and black people. You understand what I'm saying? We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or black, but by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course we did. This is coming from a man who operated as counsel to President Nixon for years. This quote alone proves that the original intention of the war on drugs was not to curb drug violence or addiction, but to quell minority communities that Nixon felt were threatening. By the end of Nixon's presidency, it seemed as if the damage had not even done. The perceptions of drugs was that narcotics were the main cause of the crime problem. In turn, drug users, commonly framed as black people, were the the main cause of the crime problem. With Nixon's resignation also came a transfer of power. The DEA was now the chief proponent of the drug war, as they still are today. While Gerald Ford technically came after Nixon, I intentionally decided to leave him out of my research, as his policies were far too similar to that of Nixon. Nothing really new or exciting came out of his term in regards to the drug war. With that being said, we can move on to Jimmy Carter. Carter, 
being one of my personal favorite presidents, has always seemed unique and given far too much criticism. As governor of Georgia, Carter started an extremely successful drug abuse program that treated the majority of drug abusers in the state, regardless of their race. During his presidential campaign, Carter also advocated for the decriminalization of marijuana usage, stating penalties against possession of a drug should not be more damaging to an individual than the use of the drug itself. While this seems like a drug policy was moving in a positive direction, nothing really came from this. However, there were positive results when it came to domestic policy. The number of drug overdose deaths dropped the lowest it had ever been at the time during Carter's presidency. Jimmy Carter's administration saw an increase in emphasis on prosecution rather than enforcement. Finally, we have Ronald Reagan. Reagan's presidency will always be controversial from his lack of reaction to the HIV-AIDS crisis to the Iran-Contra affair. Reagan entered his presidency seeing the war on drugs as a boost to his political base. He expanded the war on drugs through the many three-letter organizations that he had at his disposal. The FBI, DEA, ATF, IRS, and of course, the CIA. In Reagan's eyes, the best way to combat the drug war was to go on the offensive. <laughs> New legislation needed to be introduced, but there, were, but there needed to be an explicit reason for it. For Reagan, that reason was Len Bias. The death of Len Bias, as we have discussed in class, propelled the Anti-Drug Abuse of 1986 Act into Congress and into the public. The main purpose of this bill was to impose mandatory minimum penalties for drug offenses. Despite this, there were obvious differences when it came to crack cocaine and cocaine powder. See, crack cocaine was cheaper and predominantly used by African-American community, especially in Los Angeles. Cocaine powder was more refined and purchased by richer abusers who were usually white. This meant it was much easier for a black man to get arrested for using the same amount of crack as a white man using cocaine, and a longer sentence too. This racial disparity solidified the true purpose of the drug war on drugs, to put down minority communities. This, coupled with the controversial accusation that the CIA, under Reagan's directives, was an indirectly aiding drug trafficking efforts within the United States, concludes that the drug abuse prevention was never truly the end goal of the war. While the war on drugs is marketed and publicized to have good intentions for the citizens of the United States, it has proven itself to do more harm than good. Based on the policies of these three extremely influential presidents, there was no agreement on what a war on drugs looked like. It was a political agenda after political agenda, with a little bit of racism mixed in. I hope you enjoyed listening in. Thanks for stopping by.